I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, fellow listeners. Welcome back to the wedding session. Today, we have something really exciting for you is that we interviewed our friend, fellow DJ, vendor, uh, bouncer, like lights removal, heavy lifter, table mover, (laughs) all those things. (laughs) We interviewed JM of iDJ and yeah. yeah. And let's be real. We knew the interview was going to go off course on so many ways with the three of us. Being the chatty, Kathy's we all have we things are. to say, and and you can only do that in such a such a tiny little window. So, but yeah, it was tons of fun chatting with him. We always mm-hmm. we we only ever really get to steal a few moments with each other when we're on site because it's like, oh, we you know, it's hurry up and wait. Okay, mm-hmm. now we have dead time. Okay, let's chat really quick. How are you? How are things? Mm-hmm. What's going on in your life? Oh crap, I gotta go. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I think the wedding planners and DJs have this interesting mm-hmm. relationship because we are actually mm-hmm. on site the whole time. Because, you know, a florist will drop off and set up and leave. Decor mm-hmm. team, drop off, set up and leave. Catering, half of the time. But the DJ is there from start yep. to finish just like we are. You know, when the lights go up because they're done their sets, so we're true. blowing out candles. So it's – um. We've gotten pretty close over the last few years uh, just working together mm-hmm. on so, so many events. But we talked to JM specifically about uh, mm-hmm. MC duties, and I actually learned quite a few interesting things from him that I didn't even recognize, and we see yes. the product in front of yes. us all the time. Yeah, there's actually a few things that mm-hmm. he he kind of brings up that it's a little bit of like an aha moment. You're like, oh, that's why you do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. And then you, then you have a yes. bit of a better understanding about – I think it really just gives you a bit of a better understanding about why you should get an MC versus asking any one of your many friends who might not necessarily be remotely qualified, but they might be able to tell a joke. And we love those guys, but sometimes they're not necessarily the best fit mm-hmm. for what you're trying to do. So I really liked how, how JM kind of talks yeah, about think... that. And yeah. Yeah, I think like he really highlighted why it's important to pick an MC mm-hmm. either on a professional mm-hmm. level, someone who's done it before or someone who mm-hmm. is comfortable on the microphone because it can be, uh, I think like overall mm-hmm. it sets the tone for the event. So what you're going to get from this podcast is that your MC sets the tone for the event, how you select your MC and why are some of the reasons and Jam brings oh, up yeah. a lot of good points. My only thought of having a professional MC was because I could always find them that they're not smoking yeah. or drinking or in the yes. bathroom, right? But he had so many more highlights. It's also like, really good. Oh, that's it's like also valid. <laughs> all of these things are right. Obvious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. All of these. Yeah. And of course, we talk about all of our favorite weddings that we've done before. So uh, yeah, uh, just take a listen to the interview with JM and enjoy.
Hey, hey, Jam. What's up? Thanks for coming on our hello. podcast today. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. Happy to yeah. be here. So, first of all, why don't you introduce yourself and tell the world who you are? I'm a little nervous. Like, this is a big okay. deal. I think it's like Joe Rogan and then you guys and then that weird cooking one. Uh, <laughs> my name is uh, John Michael Brown. I'm a DJ and MC with IDJ Services and I have the pleasure to work with you two ladies on occasion. So we're here to yeah. talk about master ceremonies today, I think. Yes. Yeah, well, let's talk about um, just how first many all, occasions first of all, we can work I just, together. Can like, I just interrupt and just say like how professional that sounded? I almost didn't f- remember what your whole name was. I only ever know you as JM. Yeah. And I know, when we- I stopped <laughs> Well, when we first met you, for whatever reason, we thought you were French. So we were like, yeah. Jean-Michel, Jean-Michel. 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 Like, no, it's, it's the English version of that. My <laughs> name is actually a funny story, which I'll preface before we get started. Because um, not many people know this, but uh, my name is John Michael. And I go by JM just because to make it easier for people to call me by my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, instead of John or whatever. But my dad actually, supposedly, he actually promised to name me to two different relatives and so he had to he had to make it work my mom wanted to call me jd which would be cool if i ended up being jd the dj right yes yeah but how many jack daniels and cokes hmm. would you have gotten on the regular that's right jd i'd be the palindromic dj.com yeah you totally so your stage name you'd only only be limited to like country um like jd here yeah we're gonna have a sound good time. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I uh, thank you, Kelly. That's very nice of you to say. I like I like my name, but I try to make things easy, just like we try to make things easy for everybody at a wedding. You know, as we that's kind of what we share. Yeah. So, well, let's just. Um, I think you gave me a funny statistic last time I saw you of how many weddings we actually did together in one year. And did I get the number right that we did about forty percent of your files with you guys? Was that right? Um, forty percent of like well, what what I think is cool because I was actually looking up because when you sent me the the notes I was like I wanted to just kind of you know what was that like uh, go back and reminisce a little bit you know (laughs) because it feels like because of COVID there's there's been this gap and and we've had to focus on really you know changing our approach Um, and so it's it, there's kind of been a transition period so i went back and i realized that like me and you guys we've only really started working together since 2019 which that's right which, yeah. yeah but alex alex had i've been working with you guys for like a mm-hmm. whole year um mm-hmm. i think or more prior yep uh yeah we you started guys had working. inside jokes and everything by the time i got it you know <laughs> well i I actually know, I knew Alex because I met him um, through a friend for her wedding because he was DJing her wedding. And then roundabout, I ended up running into him at another event. And then I was like, hey, I need a DJ and you are a DJ. And and yeah. so that's kind of how Alex and I sort of started to get to know each other a little bit. And then mm-hmm. and then when Tarina and I banded together with through Say Events, um, I think she'd also reached out to him individually as well. And then we were like, oh, well, we know this DJ. Let's, you know, let's work with him. We loved working with with Alex. And then he's like, yeah, I've got a new guy working with me. And that's kind of how we started working with you. But yeah. that's so funny that you yeah. say because 2019. The first time I met you guys was at the launch party because he said, hey, I'm doing this yeah. event. I was no. asked to, you know, really? and for our listeners, Alex Rocco is my business partner and director of IDJ. And yeah. so he, Alex asked me to 
come along. I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. It's like, what is Maybe it? The that's... science museum? Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm there. <laughs> Maybe that is where we met too. That is, I, that's so strange. So, I thought I met you before okay, that, but maybe not. I, yeah. yeah. If it makes you feel any better, you're kind of one of those friends that's like just always been there. Like I don't even remember the day that I first met you. It's just been like, yeah, JM and Alex have kind of always been there. That's yeah. so yeah. funny. That was it. That was, and then was, and then uh, we got to do a few. I, I got to help with a few things, but Alex was kind of the main um, person that was working with you guys until mm-hmm. Winston and Marina. Which yes, was the first yeah. wedding that I got to actually DJ. Yeah, and that was yeah. Really fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, that was a that was a good we, one. We love that one. <laughs> yeah, no rules. And I just remember me being like super pregnant, and I couldn't lift something, <laughs> and I just see your body leap over the the counter, like beside me, and you're like, "You will not lift this." Like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I kept oh, asking God. to sit down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Do you want to sit? Yeah, it's so cute. I just remember like you like leaped over this huge counter and like the side of my like body. I was like, "Whoa, there you are!" Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I totally remember that. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, "There's the passion right there for his job." Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So no, we, we've, we've together. this year, last year, well, not last year, sorry, but recently we've been I've been having the pleasure to work with you two a lot, which has been great. Because same with us. We yeah. uh, we're really big fans of of what you do, and I think it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, professionally you know and also like uh friendship wise too i think we yeah, yeah. pretty good. yeah well we always explain to our clients when we're recommending certain people it's not that we don't get a kickback like we don't get a kickback from you guys it's not like oh like you're gonna give me like 200 bucks as like a referral rate it's like no we just really like working with these people That's they right. show up yeah. and they're on mm. time and they're professional and they're gonna do the job but you're gonna have lots of fun you guys fit and our exactly branding, that's, the, that's right? the equity that we want to work with people is that okay we have a similar professional outlook on, on our standards for what we give our clients mm-hmm. and when our couple's day comes first and we get to contribute as part of a team mm-hmm. that's really important and uh that's why i'm always happy to to see you guys send us over an inquiry because it's going to be more fun for everybody you know yeah, and, it, and it passes on to the bride and groom really the stronger the team is the better we work together and the Absolutely. more experience that we go forward with the better it is for them yeah i totally we agree i think yeah. i think it just kind of creates that sort of friendship that sense of community a little bit too when you are when you know you've got like a good crew it's almost it's all it's fun too because we don't have traditional like coworkers in an office. We have yeah. we have our vendor friends, and so when you walk on site and you're like, oh my gosh, I got so and so photographer, and and I've got Jam and Alex as the DJs, and my you know our MCs or whoever, and we've got somebody else is catering. Like you go in there, you're like, oh man, this is gonna be a really good day. And when we have fun, yeah. it just translates in in also in what you do too, because there's nothing worse yes, than absolutely. like imagine imagine when you go into like a store, whether it's a, a maybe it's like a McDonald's or you go into like a, a, a clothing, a retail store or something. And the person behind the till has this ugly mug on her face. And I'm just like, why are you here? Like, why, why if you don't, I mean, I know, I know. it's not an easy job and I bless you because I did retail, but like throw a smile on your face, pretend to have fun, you know? And then, cause then totally. I'll buy more from you. Yes. Yeah. I'll buy more fries. Yeah. More well, fries. That, that energy can be super contagious. And you know, when people are doing things mm. from passion and when yeah. people are there because yeah. they just need to pay the bills it's a huge yeah. difference right oh yeah for sure i think it's funny that like the four of us could all lead our own event in a day like the four of us could have four events running and that's super normal but mm-hmm. i do notice that if mm-hmm. all of us know that we're going to work then we'll all try to be there so it really yeah. benefits every, like you're getting four <laughs> so leaders true. on your wedding for the price of two like which is really benefits them. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah 
That's always good. I always laugh when I'm working with you guys. It, professionally, but we're always laughing and having fun. We always have fun. Oh, yeah. We always have fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A wedding is supposed to be a big celebration, so why yeah, exactly. not? It's supposed exactly. to be fun. It's not supposed to be the stingy, the like we, everything has to run on time. Sure, things have to no. run on time, but it can still be really fun. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, yeah, we can. We always say we can't schedule bathroom breaks or we can't schedule emotional times, but we can <laughs> make sure you get there eventually. Right? Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> totally. We put it in timeline. <laughs> emotional breakdown. Mother-in-law comment. Yeah, like I can't do that. So. Yeah, I'm actually genuinely curious, like how many weddings we have actually done together. I wonder um, if we have that. I wonder if we have that number somewhere. That would be fun to check out because I'd be sure curious to somewhere. know. Like, well, we'll just have I would, to like, them up. for IDJ as a total. Yeah. Maybe because oh, I know I we've already twenty, at least because mm-hmm. I've already we've already booked you for a whole bunch this summer. Just <laughs> weddings, oh just yeah, like, no, yeah. but just yeah. in the past, I think so. But then there's all those like other little events that we get to do together. Yeah, you know, like a few yeah. weeks ago at Honey Salt and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that was yeah. That was technically really don't awesome. pertain to the wedding industry, but again, is uh, <laughs> all the corporate. Service. Yeah, yeah corporate is, is, the corporate shenanigans, which are equally as hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, yeah. Same emotions are running high. But yeah. But tell us how you got started working with IDJ. Because I know, I feel like we all kind of started growing at the same time in that 2018, 19 mm-hmm. window. So how did you make your way over to eventually partner up with the company? Yeah. So originally, I'm from Vancouver Island. And mm-hmm. uh, I, there was a transition point in my life. Um, and I was, I just decided to move over to, to the mainland, kind of. Mm-hmm pretty spontaneously and it just so happened that I got a job at a local music store where Alex Rocco was um, also in a transition period and he was he was starting his own company full-time because IDJ as an entity is quite old you know it's like (laughs) it's teenage years now it's giving us you know if it was a person it would be rolling its eyes and giving thanks (laughs) But, you know, like, dad, lots of heavy breathing. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. yeah. So I met him and it was just one of those serendipitous things that we just, we just kind of hit it off. And coincidentally, he needed a roommate. And I was like, I'm kind of a yes, man. I'm always like, yeah, man, let's do it. You know, like, yes, man, you guys know that in improv. Yeah. It's just like, let's just do it. I was like, I already moved out here. And I, you know, no, do I know this guy? No, do I know where Mission is? I remember the first time I drove out to Mission, I was like, where is Mission? Am I going to Alberta? This is like, (laughs) I just keep driving forever. Like, oh, okay. Hey, he lives out in Alberta. So, and and so I became roommates with him. And then uh, it was, yeah, it was was 2015, 2016. And those were really dark times because it was like, you guys know how it is. You start something up, it's takes a while. So oh, yeah. we, we oh, just yeah. bootstrapped it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Alex has been really supportive and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, and we, we try to, we, we make a really good team. Yin, yin and Yang is a, a big mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. of how our energies are. And you guys know that because you oh, know yeah. both of us. Yes. It's complimentary. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy about that. So, um, yeah, and I, I, we hit the ground running because I've been doing music for like, ever since I was like six I've been playing music um and I always wanted to do music full time Mm -hmm. and DJ was a great way for me wedding DJ specifically because it's a niche that exists in the DJ world that is quite unique and I think it 
for a particular type of personality, it's a really, it's a really cool fit. It's a really mm-hmm. neat area. And I'm sure you guys feel that same way as well for weddings. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's definitely a, it definitely takes a certain person to be able to, to be able to do a wedding. Um, it is yeah. definitely not for everyone. Uh, it mm-hmm. certainly requires a level of uh, emotional, mental, spiritual like <laughs> bandwidth that some people yeah. just don't necessarily have the, the the capacity for and that's no like shade to them but that's just that's just kind of how it is so um mm-hmm. yeah that's so interesting you say that that wedding dj is a very sort of niche thing because I, I guess it is i i mean there's it is very different than being like a regular dj it's just a different part of your brain that you're using because there's just so many different kind of pieces and parts that you have to remember not only the moments of the day but also just like the emotional connection with your clients and that sort of thing. Like if it's a corporate event, you're not necessarily holding their hand as they're walking down the aisle. Um, <laughs> you're just more like making sure that the music is playing and whatnot. So yeah, I think you guys have coined like a bit of a market. I think similar to how Kelly and I do it. Like when I started mm-hmm. working with you guys, I'm like, this is my standard. Like I won't accept any less. And I only really have two other companies that I really pull from. Um, mm-hmm based purely on like the product and service that you guys provide, because there is so many bad wedding DJs out there that it's hard to find the good ones. So when you have the good ones, I just like my claws are sunken into you guys. <laughs> like, okay, yes. these are my bread and butter. Cause I can't, I, before um, a couple weddings before I started working with Alex, I had some awful horrendous DJs. Like they just didn't know how to mix. They weren't polite to the, like the clients who were paying yeah. them. One had a camera on them, like doing a live feed. I'm like, it's another effing wedding. It's not a, it's not like your show. Like you're paid That's exactly to just right, Tarina. That's what music. I was going to say. You know, it's yeah, like, it's not in the them, DJ like, world, wedding DJ is a total reversal because as a DJ, it's very egocentric, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you get right. the, the cliche of the guy up there and he's pumping his fist. He's like, yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> yeah. And the wedding DJ is not like that at all. I mean, you have a little bit of a performance. It's, it is artistic, oh. but it's a facilitation, you know? And when mm-hmm. Kelly, you're talking about like, emotional bandwidth that ability to be flexible is something that you need to have because mm-hmm. you're you're bridging the gaps for people that and this is what i wanted to talk to you about when we're talking about mc is like the cherry on top of that is mm-hmm. allowing people that have no idea what's going on to understand what's going on right yeah and so your job is kind of behind the scenes of that on the back end you know like the, if you want to think about like a theater production that's what a good coordinator is doing is doing all the prep work and all of the necessary logistical things that really unfortunately becomes kind of a thankless job because if everything goes amazing no one really knows how much you know you have yep. to do <laughs> yep it's only when something goes horribly wrong that it becomes yeah. apparent that someone needed to step up mm-hmm. and that's why i'm excited to talk about mc because i feel like that is kind of like the apex of the wedding and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of times where We've had these amazing weddings, but mm-hmm. there was just because the host was not the right fit, it yeah. was just a little less than it could have been, you know, right. mm-hmm. it's yeah. not going to be the, the end of the world by all means, but it's yeah. one of those things that I want to bring attention to because I, I do believe it's important, right? Mm-hmm. I do believe it's important. We, we initially started just doing MC for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right? what I thought. Yeah. And, and, you know, we started off AMC just as a bonus to book us because we didn't really understand how much of a value it is. It was like, oh, and talking in front of people. Yeah, no, fine. You can just have it and we'll just do it whenever. And, well, and, it's, 
I mean, it's sort of interrupted. It's, it's, you're like, we're kind of already there. We're already kind of like comfortable mm-hmm. kind of being able to do it. So, cause I know that's one question that we always ask our clients when we're, when we're helping them, when it gets to that point in the planning process of like, okay, MC duties, is there somebody you have in mind? Um, have they ever done this before? Like, I always like to ask like, where is, what is your comfort level? Because there's nothing worse. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this so many times where we have some of our clients are like, oh my gosh, I picked the perfect person. And mm-hmm. either they're a total like wild card. And you're like, I actually don't know how bad this could be because they could just say anything and, and it could be really, really bad or they've yeah. never done it before. And they're absolutely terrified. And I, I've, I've shared the story a few times before in other episodes where I had one MC that was, her paper was like, was shaking. She was so yeah, scared up there. I was like, why the heck? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're there. And there's this weird, like, I feel like a bit of a pressure because um, I, I've, I've shared this before. I was invited to be an MC once and I was like, no, I, I know my, my comfort level and I know what I can and cannot do. And I know I would not be able to do MC duty justice. <laughs> like it's, it, it requires a lot. Like you really got to be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you guys, uh, start offering it? So I feel like you probably just had it as an add on, like a, just a service, like, Hey, we're your DJ, but we're also going to just add on MC because why not? And then I definitely know that you prefer to MC over Alex. I know Alex will do it, but I know he doesn't he doesn't love it with all his heart, right? So I know he was um, getting you to take on more of the the, um, the role of MC, just because I think you enjoy it much more than yeah. You I did. love it to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's something that I, I really vibe with, um, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how it went. It was just a, something that we were offering. Because back in the day when the company kind of was getting the momentum to get the word out, we were offering a lot of stuff that was just it was. <laughs> To be precise, it wasn't really fair to all the clients because if you offer a package, for example, right? Mm-hmm. It's like going to the restaurant mm-hmm. saying, you can have, a, have the burger, the fries, the drink, and the sundae for this price for $10. Mm-hmm. But if you just want the burger, it's $10. It's like, well, <laughs> that's not really fair to the person who be, right? Yeah. And so right. for our couples, like our company always advocates for pricing equity now in the wedding industry. Yeah. Something that yeah. we've tried to do from the beginning, which is, if you're getting at a in the wedding industry, if you're getting something, we want all the couples to pay the same rate. Mm-hmm. So if someone needs an MC, well, it's equitable and fair that they pay for the service because right. mm-hmm. now we recognize actually how much of a like Kelly, you're saying how much of a responsibility and role it is. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just that's that's it. You've got the fries too, and we're happy to give you the fries. We want to give you the fries. We want to give you the sundae <laughs> with the cherry on top. <laughs> but you know we need to make sure that everything is all considered equal so we used to have a no time limit dj so it was like you book us for right you can have it and i did weddings from 9 30 in the morning to 1 a.m yeah. oh my goodness right yeah. and, I, and I, I love that i love that right <laughs> but um so we had to make some changes to how we were partitioning our services to make sure that for a day that someone really needs us to take care of a lot it's going to be reflected in the outlay and our responsibilities mm-hmm. are going to be adequately expected. Right, um, yeah. So that's kind of, and also it was like, cause I emceed my, my first wedding I ever did here. And oh, it was, okay. and Alex is like, Alex is, I don't know. Huh? I would love to see how that guy cut his teeth because he was like, yeah, there you go. You're going to be an MC and you play the music. And I'm like, cool. Like I'm just such a, like, a yes guy. Like I said, I'm like, nice. <laughs> and then like, it wasn't until like years later, I'm like, how the heck did I even do that? <laughs> like I, I mean, remember I'm- it was, 
obviously there was a belief, you know, obviously Alex believed in you. There was like, yeah, like you're a pretty outgoing guy. And the thing is, is if you're already, if you're already doing the, um, uh, like if you're already being a DJ and you're already behind the scenes, you're already, you're already having to kind of like communicate with the, with the guests in a bit of like a more, a grander scale. I mean, being an MC just seems like a natural sort of because you're always like, we're already, we're already there. We're already set up. I'm already comfortable doing this. It's just one more thing. So if you already were like, yeah, I'm already chatting with people as a DJ, being an MC is now like a huge stretch, right? I always thought that when I got into this industry professionally, that it would be the de facto standard that the MC would be the DJ because like you said, I'm control of the mic. I have Mm -hmm. public speaking experience. I'm the person who's, but you know, and we'll talk about why that may or may not work to have a separate MC. Mm-hmm. other than the dj but mm-hmm. yeah it was and and that's that's basically how it started I mean, my first one adam and emily mcmorris and there was some hilarious <laughs> we can talk about it later the funny funny stuff that happened but it was <laughs> I love it. it was really like going back to the the personality of of who you're choosing to be your your mc and dj because alex is very much the type of person who is um reactive to his clients mm-hmm. he wants to make sure that he's taking care of them to the utmost and mm-hmm. working with their direction, which really works for him because he's such a master of, you know, music really that mm-hmm. he can make anything work, right. but he never wants to impose on the cl- couples ever. I mean, he's, <laughs> he is so um, magnanimous like that, that he, sometimes he feels like he doesn't want to even interrupt the clients to say goodbye because they're saying goodbye to their friends. Right. Does the, Whereas yeah, me, I'm like, I you! like, I just run in there. Right. Like, like so it's a difference of personality right oh, yeah. a difference in how we approach and i and i like i like the fact that mc is going to be and we'll talk about the roles i think and why it's important mm-hmm. is basically the going to host the room and lead the event and you mm-hmm. kind of need someone that is okay with um you know imposing a slight bit when you're talking about shepherding people around mm-hmm. and shepherding the event Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, for me, like, I think we always push for the DJ to be the MC because my biggest problem is I can never find the MC. Like, that was my yeah. biggest issue right. with it um, is that they're outside having a smoke or they're at the drink at the bar or they're in the bathroom and I got shit I got to do. Like, I got to get yeah. these people seated for dinner. Right. So I often lean on the DJ because I can I can always find you guys. Like, that's mm-hmm. the bonus. You guys are at a station that I can be like, hey. There you are. Can you just ask people to get their asses in the seat right now? Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, where I some of like some that. of our couples, you know, they say we really want to have someone personal be the the MC because we want to have that connection, which I totally understand. You know, yeah. having a stranger lead your wedding is a little bit scary because they are going to be the person who is taking not the musical atmosphere, but the let's say tonal atmosphere of the wedding. So mm-hmm. ha- they're like, we're comfortable with, you know, Jacob. We love Jacob. He's comfortable with us. Like, we, he knows all of our funny stories when we went to Cabo and that time. And the show was so funny. We love Jacob. Which we always say never share. You know, it's like, but again, like the wedding experience that we have as vendors, we really understand what's important. And, mm-hmm. and that, that connection and rapport you can build very quickly. And it's not just the rapport with the couple you're talking about. You're talking about a rapport with a group of people that may or may not even know each other. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. essentially somewhat of a strange group. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing there is you're delegating a role to somebody that's going to lead. And that role is a responsibility. It's it's work. So if yeah, someone well, doesn't yes. really, like the MC, for example, should be eating last. Because if they're calling yeah. tables up, 
and their table gets called and they go eat, well, it's going to really delay dinner time. But that's not <laughs> something that people are going to think about because, well, I'm going to eat dinner. It's my table. Yeah, <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. That's why we always eat last. Alex doesn't even eat. This is what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about with him, with him uh, being so, you know, uh, um, facilitating is that he's like, I need to be in the zone at all times during the night. I yeah. can't even put a fork in my hand because I know that when I do that, I, he's good. if there was Noki, he would be tempted because he loves Noki. He would say, if I eat this Noki, I know Aunt Sally's going to come up and ask me for something the second I get this Noki in my mouth. Oh, I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to help her get what she needs immediately. That's so true, and you know, Aunt you know, Sally think, was was probably like a former yeah. server because she will come up to you so <laughs> full, and then you're like. Oh. <laughs> I think because Kelly and I are former servers, we're just very used to being interrupted whilst eating because someone right. needs like a napkin or a fork there, or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah. In my mouth, like, can you can you help me? I don't want to bother you. Well, you're bothering me, so it's fine. It's I fine. Don't mind. It's fine. I mean, I'm here to be bothered. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I mean, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm like not working, but working like that's just yeah. kind of how it works. So. Um, I mean, I guess that kind of, I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I guess it is, you know, why, why do you think that having an MC is like better or, or maybe not so good versus over like a guest or a family member? And you kind of, I guess you kind of addressed it a little bit. I mean, obviously we talk from us as a planner, a lot of it's more like um, the quality of the MC, like making sure that they um, are able to answer the things. Cause I have a lot of, I've had I cannot count how many times I've had people being like, okay, so what am I doing again? And I had, we had yes. one MC, we had one MC this season that was like not prepared. He had nothing mm-hmm. written down. Nothing. He had no idea what was going on. He was just right. like, okay, so now what do I say? Okay, now That's what right. do I say? And then I've had some MCs that are professional speakers. They have binders. Yeah. Like they're flipping through this exactly. massive four inch binder with like 24 font print, like a flow chart of the day. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's impressive to see the, the difference, but it is very right. inconsistent. Whereas I find when we hire an MC, such as you guys, that it is very, uh, it's a consistent result every time. I know that we, when we say, when we encourage our clients to be like, you should maybe hire someone, um, that you know that the response is going to be, um, it's, it's going to be great, that it's going to be clear speaking, it's going to be, you know, it's going to, everything about the overall experience is going to be great. And you don't have to put that pressure on a friend because then they're like okay well what can i drink because you're always like you're not allowed to have a drink in your hand when you're it, i mean you have a, when you have a yeah. right so like, well, when can i start yeah. drinking I'm like as soon as the first dance is finished then you can put a beer to your lips but nothing before because i cannot <laughs> i can't guarantee i don't know i don't know who you are i could this lose you a, before dinner it's so interesting to me because yeah. you guys get to work with those people and mm-hmm. and so to preface because you know the most important thing that you're looking for for an MC is is wedding experience. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because if you're going to have someone be the leader of the day, basically, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. and they have no clue what's going on, well, someone's going to be the leader. It's just not going to be them. It's yeah. going to fall on you guys, or yeah. God forbid, the bride and the groom. There's been so many times that I've seen people having to talk to the bride and the groom about what is going on. It's like. If you're going to spend all this money and all this preparation and time and energy to plan a wedding, mm-hmm. I would, my whole goal personally is to make those two people and their family have so much fun and not have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so wedding experience is the most important thing mm-hmm. because you're going to understand what the flow of the day is, what the most important parts of the day, those broad strokes is going on, but then also the little details 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if, if for our couples that are listening that aren't going to have the opportunity to hire you guys or another fantastic group of coordinators or, or whatnot, there's going to be someone that you're going to need to rely on. And that's mm-hmm. going to be your MC. That's going to be the person who makes sure that when it comes time to cut the cake, you have a knife and one of those little goofy triangle things. I'm such a guy. I got on the lifter. A lifter. Yeah. Like, a lifter. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. See, I was so vague in describing it. Kelly thought I was talking about a musical instrument. Yeah, like, uh, like the triangle for like dinner? Like, what is this, a calco? See, James. You know what? I've had to find him. All right. I remember weddings. I'm running in. It was at American Creek Lodge. Time to cut the cake. I'm leading the day. Like, all right, cut the cake. That means we, you know, I'm looking forward. Like, this is what's going on next. We don't have a, where's the, where's the, what are we going to cut the cake? Are we going to karate chop it with our hands? I got to go find, <laughs> I got to go find some, a knife in that triangle thing, which I now know is called the lifter. The lifter. So, yeah. yeah, wedding experience is the most important thing. And yeah. then something that I'm experienced with that maybe you guys don't know how important it is that I like to talk about is mic technique and being audible. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yes. This oh, yeah. is huge for an MC. So this is it's absolutely so massive. Yeah. yeah. You could have the best MC, but if he doesn't know how to be loud enough so people can hear him mm-hmm. or her, then mm-hmm. no one's ever going to be able to follow along. And that takes a certain skill of projecting your voice and commanding the room mm-hmm. and a knowledge of how to use the technology. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the dude who doesn't want to use the mic during a speech because whatever reason, and then <laughs> no one, including the bride and the groom, know what he's yeah. saying. Yes. And then it's like awkward claps at the end because it's like, was it good? <laughs> was so it true. something? We don't know. Like what a, what a missed opportunity. Yeah. So the mic technique is something that when you're a DJ, you just know, like, you know how to, to punch through and get people yeah. to, to there's been a very many times that the MC is like, okay, everybody, please sit down. And it's like, and, Wait, they're, and they're nervous. They're nervous as it is. And they're, oh, okay, everybody, please sit down. And it's not, not working now. You know, there's yeah. nothing worse than doing something and you're not getting any result. Yeah. Yes. And it's just this negative feedback loop. And we've had to step in and, and get on the mic and be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, and get everybody like, aware of what the heck is going on. And so that's something that I think is like really overlooked because even if someone has like a commanding voice, if they don't know the approach to how to use the technology, uh, it's, it's going to be harder for them, much harder, especially when you're dealing with variables like a house venue system mm-hmm. for a microphone that isn't tuned properly. Yeah. That's why we always want to use our own mic as yeah. DJs, MCs, because it's going to be loud. It's going to sound good. Sometimes even too loud. Like I remember at Nick and Flo's wedding, yes. it was a yeah, little too loud, but I was around the corner a little bit, yeah. so I couldn't yeah. really tell how loud it was. Yeah. But I would, I want people to be, oh, something is, I, I, I know oh. what's going on. I can hear <laughs> someone saying something in a confident and assertive manner and in an excited manner. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not nervous when I go up there. I'm excited. That's how I yeah. put it. And whenever I'm working with an MC, I, I'm going to recommend to my couples to say, you know. Don't think of it as, as nervousness. Think about it like you're so excited, and then it's going to put a positive spin on that energy, right? Aww, so if someone's I excited like that, and they're yeah. and they're being assertive on the mic, because it's a huge role to be able to say, "Listen, I'm going to welcome in this bride and groom, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. and mm-hmm. Mrs. So and So, into the room for the first time." 
that is going to be a time that never happens again. And you're the person, you're the dude or dudette who's going to do that. That's like a huge, that's like such a great, cool thing, isn't it? Like, I think it's just so great. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I have one question. Oh, oh, wait, I was going to say something. Is, uh, it's interesting as I've had some MCs that don't understand timing, which is why I love when you guys understand it. Because you're wedding vendors too, mm. right? You get that like we don't have half an hour to play games leading up to the dinner because the mm. chicken, people get annoyed at cold chicken. They don't really care right. about your anecdotes or like funny inside jokes that only 10 people in this room get. So I find that like that's my biggest challenges with MCs. I have to, I have to almost educate them and say, like, and it's fine, and I don't mind doing it. It's just, it's like, okay, That's you're right. not a wedding vendor, but this is the thing. I, you, I, you have 10 minutes. You can't go over it, because if you do, you're going to make people cranky about not getting their food. So, uh, you, you know, it's a little... If I can to touch on that, because that's such a huge, hugely important thing, is that mm -hmm. um, if you're going to hire someone to be your coordinator, and you, as a couple, if you're thinking about this this way, like, the MC is going to synergize with the coordinator, ideally. And what that what happens in that situation is that you're ending up having your coordinator having to babysit someone, which means they can't do their job of all the other million and, and five things that you have to do because now they're having to surrogate MC the the MC. And there's things that are super important, like you mentioned, dinner time for the venue. The venue like dinner time is a huge undertaking. When you do a, a, a family dinner for five to 10 people, it's like, it takes all day. Mm -hmm. And so for a hundred yeah. people, that's 10 times the work really. Yes, they have staff, they have a nice kitchen, but mm -hmm. it's really a lot of work. So yeah. having that experience to know is like for timing, for example, mm -hmm. that's something that just comes implicitly with doing a lot of weddings and you know, oh yeah, yeah. we need to keep this rolling. And, yeah. and another huge part of MC is keeping things rolling, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like understanding that we're here to move along, not rush things through by all means. Right. Like, no. We want to enjoy, but we really have things that we need to get to because mm -hmm. there's an inflexibility in certain things like dinner time that yes. we're kind of planning around, right? Yeah. And the absolutely. MC should be helping you two or the coordinator or the venue, depending on the circumstance, to make that as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's so concerned when they, they're their MC. How do I be funny? How do I be funny? How do people always like that. me? Yeah. Always that. yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, that's not really what you should be thinking about. And if you're thinking about that, it means, well, you don't have much experience and maybe it's yeah. not the right fit. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. That's so true. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been sort of talking about the, the MC and kind of why it's good, why it's bad over a family member. But how would you sort of describe that role of an MC and maybe in like five words or less? Like what is, why would you have an MC at a wedding just in general, whether it's a family or whether that's you guys? Yeah, well, because public speaking is the most fear-inducing situation <laughs> in human yeah, That's 100% yeah. why I said no to being an MC. I was like, no, I don't care if it's five or 50 people. I'm great with one person, but you throw me in front of people, I'm done. Like, I'm not yeah. funny. That's right. It's, it's, and it's, it's not even about, you know, I would say humor, because mm -hmm. humor can be a natural thing. You know, mm -hmm. just even observational humor in the day of is something mm -hmm. that we can all share. But it's about being confident. It's about mm -hmm. being able to be assertive and excited in that role. And when people have such a deep-seated fear, and they could be very funny, outgoing people, mm -hmm. but if they're not comfortable with public speaking or being in front of strangers looking at them and the energy of 
yeah what you know yeah then so that is the you're going to be the the shepherder of the, the event the host of the event yeah and I I think that's a great way to call it that is calling it as the host of the event because I do find that a lot of my clients are like so why do we need an MC again like why can't you just do it right. and Trina and I are like no 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 that's like we, <laughs> right. no, no. Like, yeah. like we can't we just we just don't have the we're just not physically able to because as your yeah. planner we're running all over the place putting out fires or just making sure things are running smoothly so we are not able to do that I was like to tell our clients that it's it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's ahead, the Wizard of Oz. It's like the Wizard of Oz, how we say it. It's like, go. we yeah. are the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah. Doing okay. all the control. And I am the giant face. They're like, you can just do it. It's like, no, we can't. Like, we don't have to turn your brain on the two specific roots is too tough also i don't we don't want to but we don't want to be the face we're not the face we're running behind That's the right. scenes and yeah. moving everything around but we're not there to coordinate everybody mm -hmm. looking at us <laughs> but it's mm -hmm. just it would be too tough of a task um yeah. i know some planners offer the mc gig a part oh, of the i've never heard of that That's yeah i see i think some of the lower budget ones i've seen offer that um I don't quite agree with it. It just might be one of those things, like you said earlier, is that like we're just offering everything to get the business. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. But I, th I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, Jam, that it's called, you're, you're hosting, you are hosting the day. You're hosting the event mm -hmm. itself. So people like, if people need to know what's going on, you are the one as the MC that is relaying that information. You are saying, okay, here's yes. what to expect for the day. Here's when dinner is happening. This is what's going on with the bar. Where do you go pee? Where do you take a smoke? Like all of those sort of stuff. Like all those things are incorporated. You know, those are things that you say when you are the MC. Um, so it is, I think it is very important to have. Because I think some people are like, well, why would I spend money on an MC? And like, I yeah. just don't have anybody I trust. We just don't need one. But you do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely 100% do, do need one. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give you, an, you two an example of why an MC is so crucial for for highlighting and and accentuating parts of the night mm -hmm. um we did a, a wedding recently and i um unfortunately the the mcs just did not have that experience you know mm -hmm. it's still a great wedding but the wedding party introduction is such an opportunity oh. to yeah. promote an amazing moment for energy and really this spontaneous spontaneous spontaneity mm -hmm. for people to you know have that emotional bang that starts the reception mm -hmm. and and when the, the 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 mc doesn't have the experience or doesn't have the capability or understanding to how to uh promote that mm -hmm. it's just such a huge missed opportunity and now mm -hmm. this is kind of the issue with weddings is that since most people only have one it's not like you're gonna have the next wedding next week and then say like oh yeah. this was a lot better mm -hmm. right so as a vendor like this is something that i want to come across for couples like I want to do, I want to do this for you, right? It's like the salesman who who knows that it's going to help them so much. That's the responsibility I have. I'm not a pushy person when it comes to what our couples book. If they have someone, they're like, Uncle Jeff is going to be our MC, and that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. We want him. It's like, yeah. that's great. But just, I want our couples and people listening to this to think about the potential of having such an amazing wedding introduction, you know, in this particular example that, the energy that you can get when the DJ is just on point and things are just, everything is just amazing. It's, it's just so much better. Like it's just so <laughs> yeah. much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's so, like, I'm cringing when, when, when things are getting in the way and I have, you know, it's like standing by with a bucket of water and someone's hair is on fire. 
It's like, I just want to, I need to splash. I must splash. But I can't. It's not my job to splash. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> true. Yeah. Someone just. And someone's just there with like a teaspoon and they're just flicking it on the wall on the fire right. and you're like, that's oh, right. that's God, right. Just exactly. Give me the microphone. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, just you're doing it wrong. But, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, that's all right. And it's like, it's it's not the end of the world. Like we're going to, and I always, even if I'm not the MC, do you think I'm not going to help out that poor dude? Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to give him tips and stuff, but it's like teaching someone to bike. Like, oh, you're going to bike? Okay, you pedal and balance. Okay, go. Like, yeah, it yeah. might work. It might not. But yeah. you want to have someone who's going to be able to pop a wheelie so that yeah. like, the crowd can go, that was cool. Right? Like, yeah. I find, like, my favorite MCs besides you guys <laughs> really is uh, the ones that are performers. They seem yes. to be the only ones that can actually there keep up. Um, we had some opera singers take MC duties before yes. mm-hmm. they were great but they were used to performing they did a yes. whole they, they captured the room and it was exactly uh, that made mm-hmm. sense yeah and then we had one um he was they were like oh he's my uncle and we thought oh kind of weird but he used to host a Canadian version of Bill Nye the Science Guy and he was great Amazing, he was like probably, on yeah. TV yeah he yeah. was really good so it's just an interesting fact that's like oh my friend knows us really well it's like okay but have they spoken in front of people before you know, Trina, that's <laughs> super interesting maybe we should think about also labeling it as a performative event because it truly it is. is right it is someone's yeah, going to be sure. hosting and you know you think of people that host big time events like you know on tv or whatever it is they're going to get performers to do it because they're going to have the ability like you said to capture the Mm -hmm. audience's attention and to Mm -hmm. direct that attention Mm -hmm. and uh, you know the i love meek people i love introverted people because like i said it's it's a yin and yang thing for me Mm -hmm. but in terms of that delegation of the role you want someone to be like yeah like you know maybe not like that but (laughs) I was doing my opera opera impersonation like like whatever right so uh to have the ability to say like this is my role i'm gonna own it like you know the show must go on type of dramatic dramatic people probably would end up doing it really well yeah in fact i'll just digress a little bit and tell you about one of my favorite favorite uh stories where i was an mc but um so uh I, I won't mention the couple's name because this is too good. And I just want, they'll know who they are if they're listening. But uh, <laughs> It was the father of the bride was very dramatic, had three wardrobe changes during the night, Whoa. bedazzled, different <laughs> special shoes, had oh came up goodness. to me and did a spontaneous, you know, a day of triple song change for his introduction and stuff. And oh his God. son, I guess, got that. And he was the MC, and his son was, amazing MC and was comfortable in the pocket was you know just had all the qualities that you want to have uh because they did the preparation and they had that personality right Mm -hmm. contributing towards that he was performing and it was just like one of those things that was like such a good fit yeah but it it is hard for people to understand to uh that it was going to be a good fit prior to the event so you're hedging your bets on somebody that's going to say okay most likely, you know, this could go off amazing, but you know, it's like the, the what did you call it? the wild card person? Yeah, yeah. Like, he yeah. could say something inappropriate. He might like so to have the consistency of a professional, you're going to be sitting pretty with someone who's going to be, you know, covering all those broad strokes. But mm-hmm. I remember that one event because it was like I was like, this is like a uh, 
like he was a he was a um a ballroom dancer so he did oh it was just like oh wow like if you have that in the blood like it's gonna be amazing right and, yes. and, yeah and since he was the brother of the bride he was just you know he did some of these some roasts to his dad that were amazing like i remember <laughs> I mean, he did one joke that hit the dad did this just um like awesome speech but it was it was a little a little sappy not gonna lie because it was very you know dramatic and then he goes dad that was amazing i'm not sure if anyone could follow that because i couldn't like <laughs> just like oh uh, yeah just, just amazing like so it can it can really work out too but yeah. you are if you're like i said spending all this money spending all this time Mm-hmm. do give it some thought you know mm-hmm. give it some yeah. thought because it's an important area don't just you know neglect that because it can really accentuate your wedding's day to to go to the next level and um if you get a good fit you'll 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 really be happy and mm-hmm. i have some memories that stick out for me for that nice. that was you know what's um funny is that i'm just kind of thinking about it but i have noticed that it really depends on the age of the couple too and the tone mm. of the event that needs to be taken i did one mm. wedding where the groom was a comedian which oh, kelly man. ended up seeing him a few weeks later she's oh, like was, was this your was a random turn of events yeah yeah cool. but um so they told me they're like we're gonna do four sets of comedy at the wedding oh. and i was pretty newish still to the industry and i thought like i was younger so i was like oh like that's gonna be lame but everybody in the room was close to 40 so yeah. i think they appreciated a set more so than they would have perhaps like some funny games or some like of those other things that maybe like 20 yeah. to 25 year olds would do so i think it's mm-hmm. good that you guys like can you can probably gear a room it's like these people are gonna like the <laughs> same with music they're gonna like 60s rock with mixed with 80s Oh yeah, that's interesting. Music, so I'm assuming like with MC duties, it must follow the same thing because I've had 20 year old MCs address a, a room full of 60 to 80 percent older guests, and they don't get yeah. any of the jokes, or, and it's just like it falls really flat versus the other way around. It's someone too old that takes on a younger wedding. So I think that's important to think about: is who are you talking to? We always ask like, what is your demographic? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like it's 80 percent old people. Okay, well you're probably not going to have a huge raging dance party, but you might. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's um, so funny. But uh, we have we're nosy, and we always like to know the answer to this question. But have you ever <laughs> worked? a wedding as you were an MC where there was no coordinator or bad coordinator and did it oh yeah absolutely bite you in the ass (laughs) when I I was practicing the sort of the podcast episode here like I'm just so happy to see you guys at any event (laughs) because we get along and I think you guys are fantastic but also because it's so like and I would hope that it's a reciprocal thing because I hope I'm making your lives easier Mm because Yes. If I'm the MC and you guys aren't there, well, now I'm the coordinator too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'm DJing, MC, coordinating. You know, like mm-hmm. it, there, there's there goes into a, a lot into it. Now I'm happy to do that, and it's uh, it's one of those things that people aren't aren't uh, really aware of the. Um, those unknown unknowns. Have you guys ever heard about that? There's like oh, the four. You have there are things you know that you know. Like you know, I know my hair is brown. I know that my eyes are brown or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then there's things that I know that I don't know. Like okay, well I don't know nine times a million. Like what is that number? Nobody knows, right? My, cal- uh, my calculator does. Then, <laughs> then, uh, then there's things that you don't know that you know, mm-hmm. right? So those are things yeah. that are just implicit in you, like. Yeah. You know, I, I have I have intuition about things. I have things that I just understand. Mm-hmm. And then there's the last quadrant, 
which are the unknown unknowns, just stuff that I don't know that I, I, I'm completely ignorant to. Mm-hmm. And so this is when people are talking to you guys and saying, well, why do I need an MC? And what it's because they fill in the gaps of all those things you don't know you're missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when a coordinator is not there, no one's really thinking about, well, do I have a, a knife to cut the cake? Do I have, um, you know, a, like, oh my goodness. I had one wedding, really sweet couple, Carly and Callum. And they didn't, they let me know they didn't have an MC the night before. And so wow. if they have no coordinator and no MC, Who's running the what show? would that wedding be like? Yeah. It's going mean, to be. We, can, we know. No, event won't right, go well. no one is going to be able to know what the heck is going on. Who's mm-hmm. going to introduce them for their wedding party intro? Mm-hmm. Who's going to preface the speeches? Who's going to let them know when it's time to eat dinner? Mm-hmm. Like there's the voice. There's a spokesperson mm-hmm. of the event. Right. And then there's the uh, person who is either delegating the timeline and roles mm-hmm. and and the uh, all those unknown unknowns to the couple. Because who would expect a couple to know all the things that we know as wedding vendors? Like, it's impossible. Right. It's impossible. I think that kind of justifies also why you would want to have an MC or why you would want to have a planner or why you'd want to have a DJ is because there are those unknown unknowns that – I mean, we always, whenever we talk to our clients, we always speak with them with the assumption that they've never done this before. They've never gotten married go. before. And so it's like, you don't know. Mm. There are certain things that happen in a day or certain things that could potentially happen that we have experienced that you might not necessarily know about. And maybe your family members, because you may have a friend or, or a family member that's like a really qualified and really organized person that wants to be your planner. Yeah but they don't necessarily know that some of the, yeah. And I mean, bless their hearts. Like they could, yeah. maybe this is a future for them that they want to experiment yeah. with your wedding. And that's, that's, that's how we, exactly all kinda, right. we all kind of start that way. So, you know, I'm not going to totally knock it, but I find that sometimes, <laughs> I find that sometimes like people, you just, unless you've done a million weddings, you don't necessarily know to anticipate certain things and it's not your fault. You've just never done it before. And so that's partly why we always encourage our couples to hire the professionals in whatever it is that you end up doing. You know, a lot of them are like, well, why would I get a DJ? I'll just get an iPhone. I'm like, let me tell you all of the ways why that's such a bad idea. And same with an MC, for example, like, let me tell you all the reasons why I think you should have a professional in there because it's just, it's just going to make your day just a little bit better. We don't ever, you know, if they're really adamant, like you say about having Uncle Bob as the MC, then that's great. Have (laughs) Uncle Bob there. But, you know, I mean, and I, I always find that there's a lot of pressure for people. And the first thing they always say is like, oh, they're really, really funny. They'll be great. I'm like, yeah, but do they want to yeah. be up there? And it's like, oh, yeah, my, my friends and my family are going to help me set up the wedding. Well, do you really want – do you think your friends are want to be dressed up in their – with their hair and curlers setting up the decor for your wedding? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, they'll love you down and cleaning up, right? right? Like, yeah, they, cool. they love you. They'll do it. But doesn't that sort of take away from the overall guest experience, which is something that we always advocate for at the end of the day? I mean, you're only going to do this once your whole life. You want to make sure that the people that are there are enjoying every moment of it because how many right. times has, has a mom been stuck in a back room trying to prepare something for the day and then she's like well I just missed my daughter's thing or I missed my son do yes. an important moment in the day but I'm in the yeah. back preparing shit because they didn't want to buy they didn't want to get a caterer and so mom is in the yeah. back barbecuing like literally <laughs> it happened you know that's happened to us we've heard those that's stories right. and so same with the MC like it's just it seems like a no-brainer to us but I you know I I think it's once you lay it out for people and you give them the option I feel like nine times out of ten they're like oh yeah let's definitely let's just hire an MC mm-hmm. it just makes so much more sense yeah okay. it's it's it, I, I think what you said there is so important that mm-hmm. someone who loves you 
is going to do things that may or may not be super fun for you, right. especially mm-hmm. for your wedding. Mm-hmm. But if it's any of any importance to you at all that they're there and enjoying the night with you, mm-hmm. then please consider the responsibilities that you're asking them to do because mm-hmm. it really does become a huge undertaking. I had a mother of a bride one time who was enthusiastic about coordinating her wedding, had absolutely no idea what goes into that. And at the end of the night was like, I missed my daughter's wedding. Like I didn't get to enjoy my daughter's wedding because I was running around lighting candles and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. if that's, if that's part of the plan and your vision, then I say go for it. But please consider our experience and what we are doing for you as vendors and our roles to make people enjoy that once in a lifetime event you can always have your mom cook you a birthday cake for next week Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. like your wedding is never going to happen again and you're you're already in for a penny in for a pound like you're already investing so much to hire me as an MC is going to be like a couple hundred bucks yeah so you're going to pay a couple hundred bucks so one of your best friends can enjoy the wedding all night with you yeah yeah absolutely might be worthwhile you also get the benefit of having person who's very experienced and you know all the other things we talked about yeah but yeah mm-hmm. that that lot that opportunity cost mm-hmm. of having someone there and they will do it they love you yeah and of so, course yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the struggle is that they're like uh okay i guess and then they go up there yeah. and they're like wow they bombed i'm like no they just didn't want to be there but they oh, did it because yeah. they loved you and it's yeah. not their, you know what you know, though, and, um kelly and i are pretty good at like we understand that people that love you in your life want to be included in the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just right. ways to do it, right? So like, um, you know, so like moms, for example, they want to be a part of the decor and that is completely fine. And so we say, why don't you come to the site visit with us? We'll paint a picture together. You guys can pick the colors and you can have this experience together. But on the Ooh. physical day itself, we're not going to have yes. your mom put out 18 million linens and folded napkins mm-hmm. and place cards. Yeah, she knows what the look the is going to be like. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So it's like let us do that, right? Because they're not gonna they'll they won't enjoy that process. They'll enjoy and see getting what a there. lovely balance that is for them because you're facilitating their ability to be a part to, to have a really, you know, tangible part in their daughter's wedding, but mm-hmm. also then enjoy the day of to the maximum amount that you can. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we're talking about the same thing with all of our roles, with all of our yeah. different responsibilities, yeah. with coordination, with DJ, with MC. It's we're there to take all of the grunt work because we like doing it and we're mm-hmm. getting paid to do it and we're we have experience doing it you know <laughs> yeah. we're getting paid i mean from the bottom of our hearts we love it however yeah. and we're shoving 20 chairs and 90 plates into a truck at 2 a.m at ubc farm that's not right. my favorite not that's my in the favorite. total darkness right that's yeah. hilarious oh my but, god you know, it's totally yeah. grateful if you weren't for you there, to be there if you weren't there i would have just burnt it all <laughs> <laughs> We would still be there. Forest fire at UBC Botanical Gardens, like <laughs> we would still be there. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know, like we're talking about unknown unknowns. Like those mm-hmm. are things that, and and it's such an asset to have people that are have wedding experience. You know, mm-hmm. the better quality the DJ is, the the better your night's going to be. The better mm-hmm. quality the coordinators, are, the better you're going to enjoy your night. Like it's not. It's not a um, an, a uh, a mutually exclusive thing. Like you're you're gonna have a better night overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. and and the the what I think is so cool is that my favorite part about a wedding is blowing couples' minds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they might have anticipations or expectations about their day, and like 
And then just seeing them just like so happy at the end is so worth it to me. Yeah. When you just like completely crush it for them. Yeah. And you know, like that's, that's so worth it because then it's like, you've really made this like super special night, even more special. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, may, maybe you're, maybe not, you get a thanks, maybe, maybe, not. but it's, it's not about that because we know, we know as, as professionals, what we were there to do and, yeah. and yeah. taking pride in your work, um, and having that work ethic be something that you admire in yourself is something that I think only people like, you know, yeah, we do get paid, but it's like, you need to have a, something a little bit more because this job is so hard to do. Yes. If it was just like money, <laughs> it wouldn't be enough. No, no I agree. Just, no. I don't get paid enough for what I do just for money. I can yeah. go and work for, you know, in Alberta or something, make way more money mm-hmm. if money was what I wanted, but it's about, that satisfaction of providing someone something where they're like, I never knew it could be this good. Mm -hmm. It's like, that makes me feel amazing. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's partly why some people will take a pay cut because they're like, I'd rather enjoy what I do. If I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, I want to be able to wake up in the morning and be like, yes, I've got a wedding today. I am so pumped. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get to work with some of my friends. Like I know I'm just going to have so much fun with my couple. Like I just, I'm I'm so genuinely excited and I'm pumped for the day versus being like, ah, fuck. My family family history is pure. Yeah, my family owned my my grandfather's side of the family owned one of the biggest in uh what is it called uh, funeral homes I guess in yeah. Toronto. What? And so like yeah, how did, how did so, I not know this? Yeah, he yeah. stepped away from it to be a police officer, do his own thing, which is, I think is cool. Which is like, like total yeah, other. His, his nickname, you know, he passed away in 2014. His name was Digger Brown. Digger Brown was his nickname. Digger Brown. <laughs> oh, so when you think about the dichotomy of those two different um, avenues, let's say one mm-hmm. is bereavement and and grief and solemnity, and then the other is excitement and celebration and life. You know that the, the that's what life is about to me. It's mm-hmm. like winter. It's horrible right now in Vancouver for our listeners. <laughs> if you, if you're out in Mexico, I envy you. But we're in a we're in a winter nightmare right now. But it's going to make summer all that more delicious to enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) So thinking about the highs that we can have at a wedding makes the the time of coronavirus pandemic isolation, it evens it out. And Mm -hmm. so as professionals, I want to hit those highs with our couples Mm -hmm. and get up in the morning and say, like, I'm going to make someone else hit one of those highs today. It's like that's very motivating and cool because... Mm -hmm life is it can be crushing and 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 difficult and and depressing sometimes and you really need to latch on to those opportunities to get together and have those special moments and a wedding is like i think one of the quintessential original celebrations right like if you think about back in the day it was like yay the harvest is over let's get hammered (laughs) and and it was like when else can we get hammered well like there wasn't a lot of opportunities right no. So a wedding is like a huge deal. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's one we of those things agree. that's like ingrained into us. Yeah. Yeah. So a cool. wedding and funeral are the only time you're going to see everybody at the same time, but mm. you're only going to be, you can only be so happy at a funeral, right? Like, but mm-hmm. you see a lot of people that you don't see for a long time, but you'll see them at weddings. And that's why we say that the family photos are really important because we need to capture those moments. There I think family go. photos suck and nobody likes them, but they are incredibly important to have. That's that tangible piece later on yeah. yes. uh, but you know you see a lot of people at funerals too and you reminisce but you're not gonna 
take That's family right. photos at a funeral, a are you? But different, different energy. Yeah. But random though is that Kelly and I used to do a lot of catering for funerals in at the Butler, and they pretty oh, much yeah. entail everything a wedding would, except you have to do it in a week's time, not yeah. a year. So it's obviously not as fun. But like I remember, I did one for three hundred people, and he wanted they wanted four roasted beef slider stations, and I had to pull mm -hmm. that together in five days. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so it was. Uh, it's different. It's different. It's a different niche for events that we know. Even some planners have branched out to do only funerals. So yeah, yeah. funerals. But yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, so we have a question. Actually, what's the most favorite gig that you've ever done? Is there one that like sticks out? Yeah, it's impossible. I was thinking about it. I was like, it's Maybe, so. Like, it's what's impossible. the most recent one this year that you're just like that was just the bomber that was so fun i had like uh, a great time i really like adam and tracy's wedding that was really yeah, that fun was so much fun that was a really special one and i was really happy for them because they just they got in where they fit in right with mm -hmm, perfect yeah. little mm -hmm. timing there and mm -hmm. just the beautiful where their dinner was and it was that was a good one um mm -hmm. and they're yeah, really sweet and awesome like uh, cool i think i got like too, right? 10 like, hugs yeah. from adam like <laughs> yeah just a very genuine couple and like yeah. just, i really enjoyed my day there and and it was uh it was also a new experience for me at the the gardens which mm -hmm. it's you always have to go into it with a sense of adventure right like oh for sure yeah. Like it's not just a oh I know what I'm doing loading in here. It's like I'm gonna ride in the golf cart and this is like you know and it's like my my visa doesn't is not accepted by the thing and uh, Franny the the caretaker is like boss is leaving let's go and I'm like oh like it's such an adventure like like I, I, if I miss this like I'm gonna be like it's just such yeah. a you know oh my gosh so, they were you know, so much fun that's such a yeah, good so so that so that was a, a cool adventure and and the pandemic has made me really appreciate any opportunity not just for myself selfishly like oh i get some work like that's cool but just more like very precisely that people are in love and that's gonna supersede the fear mm -hmm. that is a, i think that is like the, the what i want to touch on when i'm going to start doing weddings this year and i'm seeing this year is like this is a magical moment because love triumphs over the fear. Yes. I love and, that. And here yeah. we are. And this is a time then, you know, we're going to never have this opportunity again and let's make the most of it because now we understand that in a blink of an eye, the government can just say, you're not allowed to do this anymore. And mm -hmm. apparently, you know, that's just the case of the, the fact of the matter. Mm -hmm. uh, another one I really enjoyed was Michael and Bianca's wedding. Oh, that yes. was so I cried when she walked down the aisle because I was I planned that wedding before I was pregnant. Like I was just I was now mm -hmm. best friends with that couple, yeah. and I was so glad you guys stepped in because originally when they booked their first DJ, I didn't think he vibed with them. So right. when the opportunity came up for you guys to come in, I was like, you guys want a dance party? You guys want a fun time? Like these yeah. are the guys you want. Yeah, and, and you guys was, worked so well with them. That was yeah. a fun one. Alex was outside, and and yeah. you guys made it happen for him. And they were high energy crowd, and yeah. I was yeah. I was I loved being able to MC that. Right, like that was so, the day. I literally was like, hey, can I just come and MC? You know, <laughs> we love it. <laughs> like, did you do so, a setup so could, that day? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, did some chair chair stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, we loved it. When he told us you were coming to MC, we're like, yes, yeah, it's going to be even more awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was another great one. Another fantastic couple and had some fun in the photo booth with that with, with them, too. Yeah. Um, they um they cried when so she didn't cry her whole day like ceremony <laughs> i think there was lots of stress but the two of them got a decor reveal and that decor was like, oh, really? a work of art that 
took us some time to get there. It was a lot. They relied a lot on us to get that look because it didn't exist. We were creating something new. That's right. Um, that backdrop that they had was like a big gamble. Yeah. So when she walked in and they cried and then Kelly cried, and we're like, oh, my Everyone's God. crying. <laughs> I always joke, I saw them because of the way the, the venue was laid out. It's uh, a Riverway golf course and they've got, uh, it's just all wood uh, structure inside. And then they've got these, these kind of clear glass um, doors that, that kind of keep you within the, in the reception area versus like in the hall area. And mm-hmm. I saw them out of the corner of my eye and I was on my way to the washroom and I did a full 180 and I ran back into the room uh, and I was like, so what yeah. do you guys think? What do you think? What do you think? And she's like, this is amazing. And I was like, yeah, oh, we nailed it. That was so good. But it was just, but again, it was just having like the right vendors that were all there together. And it was like, this is like so much fun. It's so much fun. They got, they went through so much much to be able to get to walk down that aisle, literally until like the night before. They just so many, just so many things that were just coming at them, like right, left and center. And so, you know, for us to be there, to be like that solid team for them being like, don't worry about it. We got this. Like we've got what you've asked us to do. We got it on hand don't worry yeah. about it. it was just it's just a relief for the couple you know so yeah. that's that's most again. pandemic weddings are definitely you know as the kids say hitting different yeah because mm-hmm. it's like i remember a couple and i want to tell you a couple of the ones that i reminisce about like um demi and wayne's wedding at yes. the uh, oh, restaurant yeah. on granville so, island so nice right now for our listeners um it was i think their second wayne's second wedding yeah yeah, the both and of them. Both of them. Both of them. Okay. Yeah. So and and Demi was Japanese and Wayne was um, English. Yeah. From England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was really fun. I got to MC that day, and there was a lot of great details. Now, when I'm able to MC, I I'm as general. We're embedded into their people's family for a day anyway. Mm-hmm. But as an MC, you get to live another layer. Mm-hmm. So you get because you're interacting with them on a personal level. So introducing all of Demi's colleagues and friends to do the Japanese oh, singing yes. dance, <laughs> right? For yes. Wayne. Awesome. And, and introducing all the Japanese people's names. Like that was super fun. Was, yeah. And then, you know, seeing Demi like change in these like gorgeous traditional Japanese yeah. dress, you know, and coming down, right? But then also like little funny things like uh, Wayne's daughter, Faye, who is the maid of honor, um, matron of honor. Mm-hmm. She convinced Wayne and and her brother to do the gross grind at like six in the morning. Did you guys know this? Oh my god! No, yes, I, I totally <laughs> I remember this. I cannot believe you remember that. Yes. Yeah. She's like, oh what my god! Gross grind? And like she she was really into fitness. Like she's very well, she, disciplined. Well, woman. she. <laughs> well, because so so Wayne lives. Wayne is originally from the UK, and he'd been living in Vancouver for however long. And I think his his son and his daughter had both traveled from the UK, and so she's like, "Yeah, Dad, like let's do the grind." Yeah. And he's like, yes. "Uh, I'm the morning of the wedding." The morning of the wedding, and he's like, "I'm not spring chicken, but like let's make yeah. it happen." They did it, and, and they did like, it. Yeah, yeah. That so was just so imagine cool. for all our listeners when you're planning your wedding. You know, it's like your wedding will be easy because you're not going to be doing the grind before your wedding. <laughs> Okay. So no matter what happens. But, but here's the thing though, they were able to do the grind because they hired us and professionals. Yes. There so you like go. If yes. you yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So you wouldn't have been able to do that if you were busy like, trying to like figure no, out all your stuff. Yeah. No, unbelievable like unbelievable actually. And then and then, you know, face poor brother like Wayne's son, I don't think he was doing so good because like can you really imagine doing that? Like I can't. Like I can do like twenty burpees and then I'm I'm done. So Kelly <laughs> like, and I did the chief before a wedding the next day that we have to go up these stairs at Sitka Farms for like a lot. And that was oh. 
challenge, but it was a day apart. It was right. Yeah. I mean, I've I used to do the I used to do the grind not daily, but like a few times a week. So like I'm I'm okay to do the grind. It's like a good that's a good burn for sure. Um, I'm not sure. If I would be able to do that before an event, I've, I've never done it. I've I never do. done it, so I don't know anything oh. about it. But it sounds like you're. It's hey, do you want a scary. mountain climb before we get married? Yeah, babe, let's get like that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, it's it's a good like if you've done it before and you like you know what to expect. It's actually probably a really good way to like burn off some of that pent up energy Anxiety. that you've got. Just yeah. like you know, the day like it's a good way to start the day. Get a get a sweat going if you've never done it before. Maybe. Don't do I wouldn't able for you. Yeah. No. Like really being a, a bride or groom and working out before a wedding, sure. But as mm. a vendor, where we clock twenty to twenty-five thousand steps easily on oh, a yeah. wedding, probably wouldn't want to work out because we're going all the extra that. stuff. That's how we're doing. But I just thought you know, like that. Those are some memories that stick out. Another one is um, Mr. and Mrs. David and Carly Williamson. We they got married in uh, in October of twenty nineteen. And just a lovely bride. Her florist no showed. <gasps> what? No. Yeah. Her florist no showed, and Carly was so amazing about it. She it did not let her, it did not affect her one bit. She just hit it with stride. They did something so the the ladies like the photographer worked on a different angle so they you know it wouldn't look like they were holding nothing during the processional and. Just a super, super sweet couple. Wow. That, and then, so I was MC that day, and I'm like, I'm going to go above and beyond for this couple because this is, mm-hmm. you know, someone, something, oh, an emergency happened, basically. Right. Uh, let's, let's assume, because I never found out what happened, you know. But right. there's no flowers, you know. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is, can be a, a big deal for, for a bride on her day to have something happen oh. like that. So I remember um, yeah, at Fraser River Lodge, there is a reception room, and then there's an outside patio area. Mm-hmm. And so... Did a really fun wedding party introduction, just hyped it up, high energy. Everyone's clapping, enjoying themselves. Really great crowd, too. Just a good fit with me as the MC uh, to, to bring that out, to uh, to bring that out in them. And then immediately after the introduction, I got everybody come up, stand up, and we went outside. And at Fraser River Lodge, there's this uh, lower deck area. Mm-hmm. And so I got everyone to surround the couple outside. And I had a system that I prepared so the music would be outside and so we went right in their first dance Aww. and it was like just such an awesome moment everything was just so smooth they were so happy and then we went right into dinner and it was just one of those things where like the day was just like bang 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 and it was just awesome and uh yeah they partied until 1 a.m it was it was super great cool. it was oh, super that's great. so good so, you know what? it's interesting you say that's one of your favorite moments because kelly and i did a podcast where we were uh talking about our favorite moments and they're all the ones yeah. that we didn't plan it's all the spontaneous ones right like yeah. it's the ones that you don't expect that would happen and then they did and mm-hmm. it's like you can plan and put something together for a year and make it beautiful but those spontaneous moments where we either pull some tricks out of our sleeves yeah. or something like a guest maybe has a really heartfelt speech or funny speech that you weren't expecting or like yeah. there's a first dance moment like kind of what you said it's just like we'll make that magic happen somehow but it's not mm-hmm. like we're planning for it it's like make yeah. magical moment happen like exactly right. Two, right that's there, right, right. Yeah. that's something that that's alex gross. actually taught me about is like weddings are going to be a little messy and a little real you know but that messiness is makes them real and so <laughs> when we're talking to our couples and the mc it's like don't you don't want everything to be sterile and cookie cutter you want yeah. it to be a, a little bit um 
human you know well yes. we want it to to be very human really but right. we want it to be you know a little a little messy because then it's like this is your wedding it's not just like when we're going to a wedding and we're DJing for example or my, I'm emceeing I do not read a script I don't want to read a script because then if I do Michael and Bianca's wedding the next week I'm doing I don't want them to have the same okay. exact experience yeah. Yeah. I want it to be totally custom with the music, with mm -hmm. the way I'm approaching things, because their relationship, their story is totally unique. Yeah. Their day is totally unique. So that's as wedding vendors, you guys are doing all of the, the, the hard work to make that happen. Like, you know, all of the running around the 20, what was that? 25,000 steps. That's typically what you we know? clock yeah. at. Yeah. Many, many that. steps to, yeah. to, to make sure that their unique and corresponding details all line up. Mm -hmm. And so reflecting that, that's the MC's role. We're going to reflect that so people understand, like, this is a really monumental moment for all of us to come together, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a very, very cool opportunity. Nice. It's fun. And it's fun. We like to do it. It's like, when you get, to, we get to do this it's weekly. so fun. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to add on about MC role or stories, anything like that before we wrap it um, up? <laughs> I think, you know, like just to, to, to recap, I would want um, our couples to, to, to think about when they're choosing an MC. First of all, the MC is definitely an asset to your day. They're going to make your day come to fruition uh, as, as you deserve. And when you're looking at criteria for the MC, let's think about someone who has wedding experience, mm -hmm. you know, someone that has some performative experience, that mm -hmm. has the ability to command the room with the use of a mic and be audible mm -hmm. and is excited to do it and is mm -hmm. willing to um, sacrifice a little bit of the enjoyment of the night, for example, for the responsibility and someone who's going to take that torch proudly and take it as a badge of honor. So I think if, if our couples that are listening to this take those criteria and think about them, I think it'll be a huge asset for their day and, and it'll, mm -hmm. it'll make some of those unknown unknowns to be a little bit more known. Nice. I love it. Awesome. Well, give us your tags, your shout outs, like promote IDJ right now. Oh, <laughs> like okay, we don't cool. do enough. But <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, any couples that are, that want to find us on the internet, you can go to idjservices.com and Alex uh, does great work on our Instagram where we post most of our content now. So you can just follow us or, or check mm -hmm. us out at, at IDJ services. Just one, one word. Uh, Alex Rocco also has his personal, um, DJ that you can check out his DJ a side. Um, and I'm not really on Instagram too much because he does such a great job of it. And I'm, I'm just too shy to be honest. Like just, I'm not... <laughs> I, so, I call bullshit. <laughs> uh, and on our website, idjservices.com, you can find mixtapes and videos and everything there. So um, yeah, that's where we're at. Awesome. And I want to say thank you very much for having me because I've been looking forward to this for a while. Oh, yeah, we love it. You can come on anytime. We could talk about all things wedding. I'm sure, sure we have. Sure. You know, well, I, you know me, I'm a blabbermouth. So, uh, you know, next time, <laughs> next time we have a good idea for a topic, then, you know, yeah. <laughs> it'll oh, narrow me it. down a little bit. We can do a series. Like yeah. Rams with Sandy. We'll get Alex in here too. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, like just the whole year, like 2021. What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's our series. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. Well, JM, you are so smart. <laughs>
I definitely learned a lot. I hope uh, I hope all of you listeners did too. Uh, I hope it kind of breaks down a little bit about why we advocate for MCs for your for your wedding for your event, whatever that ends up being. I think it's uh, I. I I really, really appreciate where JM comes from, especially given what he does and his experience. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, like he's, he has so much knowledge in that so little dome. It's ridiculous. I Googled yeah. like three things whilst he was talking. So, so, <laughs> so did I. There's a delay you know in my talking. Theorem? No, we no. don't have all the audiobooks you do. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a, such a smart dude, which is, which just really, you know, makes him just such a, an awesome MC because he can mm-hmm. really pull from all these really weird, different, you know, pieces and elements and like random pop culture and, you know, trivia mm-hmm. and all this crazy fun stuff and, and, you know, just, just, anything that he can do to be a better MC for your day and just make everything just feel so smooth and like, wow, I didn't have to worry about anything. This is awesome. Like I get to enjoy the evening. I'm not having to get up on the mic or anything like that. So yeah. It's tons I of think fun, my so. biggest takeaway from this podcast is that I really didn't think of how a bad MC or a mediocre MC could really affect the reception. Like for mm-hmm. me, an MC is functional. Like you're getting mm-hmm. people up to have dinner. Mm-hmm. You are saying who's speaking, but it's it's essentially the first voice that people hear when it's time yeah. to start like the main event or the party. For and if, yeah. if it's flat, if they don't know the microphone, if they're looking down, if they don't mm-hmm. know what to say, Plus, they don't understand timing. I've had MCs that talk for 30 minutes uh, in the beginning and yeah. dinner is supposed to be coming out. It can be a little bit challenging. So it's a, it was an interesting um, view, I guess, from the other side of yes. uh, things that yeah. we didn't really realize and that we've seen all the time. So, yeah. So true. So true. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. And, uh, of course, we'll have some more content for you next week. So always uh, make sure to hit subscribe. Always stay tuned. And we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.